the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I don't know if you're following me yet on Twitter, but if you want to, it's at Jack Windsor, J-A-C-K-W-I-N-D-S-O-R. And uh, you'll get to see what I tweet. And I say that to say this, uh, Riley Gaines. You remember we had Riley on a couple of weeks ago. She was just named the 2023 Problematic Woman of the Year. She said a badge she will wear with honor. That's an award from the Daily Signal, and it's tied to the Problematic Women podcast. And it's positive. It's a she is a disruptor and she's changing things for women. So congratulations to Riley Gaines. Okay, we've talked about him being here and he is now here finally. Uh, J.R. Majewski, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. And how are you this afternoon, sir? Hey, buddy. I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, A lot to plug through. I'm going to ask some real simple (laughs) questions and then I'll let you kind of take the floor from there. Um, I just talked with Bob France and we were talking Mm about – a lot of races, actually. Trump yeah. uh, about the U.S. Senate race. And uh, we're trying to figure out who's best suited. So that's my question for you. We have it looks like three contenders now in in the GOP primary. Uh, you, uh, Derek Marin and Craig Riedel. Why are you best suited to win the nomination? Well, I mean, I think, you know, in order to beat Marcy Kaptur up here in the ninth district, you need the help of uh, of Donald Trump. And I think it's pretty obvious that. You know, I'm the only candidate in the race that that uh, you know has his support, that will have his endorsement, and um, is going to fight the America for the America First agenda. Uh, Craig Riedel has shown that you know he's the kind of guy that will do and say anything that he believes he needs to do and say in order to to uh, gain political capital, be it through donations or or votes. Derek Marin, on the other hand, you know I think Derek's a solid guy, um, but you know we can't go from a lifetime politician in Marcy Kaptur, having served 41 years here in office, to you know, a young man like Derek, who's 36 years old, who's spent, you know, the past 18 years of his life in politics. I, I think the Ninth District needs and demands someone that, um, you know, has lived here, that uh, has worked here, that has, you know, born and bred here, and understands, you know, the the um, the needs of the constituent base. And and, and that guy is me. So uh, a couple things about that. It's interesting to me. I'm just going to make this comment. You can pick it up if you want, but. Uh, I covered Derek Marin when he was voted speaker by the Republican caucus last year. And then when he had the gavel stolen from him uh, by Jason Stevens in the blue 22, I I think it's interesting now that Republicans are backing him when it was Republicans, uh, you know, what I would call the establishment that really kind of threw him under the bus. So that's my comment on Marin. With respect to Riedel, um, remind our listeners, there was something pretty controversial that he did. And do you think that it knocked him back or out of the race or do you think he'll regain any momentum well i mean so so Rito got caught on recorded audio talking to a pretty prolific republican donor um and, and disparaging president trump over i think it was an eight-minute phone call and um you know 
the, the, the thing I was telling Bob is that, um, you know, Craig, who knows where he stands? Um, you talk to him one minute and he, you know, he's, you know, he's for this issue or for that issue. And you talk to another, another time and, and he's, he's totally, um, switched positions. So, you know, it's hard for, for, for me to give a, a distinct assessment on that other than the fact that, you know, there were a lot of opportunities that came into that call, um, that, that would have precluded Craig from, you know, making a fool of himself. Number one, you know, when you get donor information, which he did from Jim Jordan, you'll receive the donor's name, uh, their spouse, their phone number, their address, and their, um, normally their occupation. And what I like to do before I call people and ask them for money, because I, I don't know them is I look them up and, you know, I try to find, you know, whether or not I'm going to have a good conversation with them, whether I find common ground and maybe some things that we can talk about. Um, I tend to want to, to, to control the conversation because I want them to know who I am. I don't want them to lead me so that, you know, I'm forced in a position where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm following along and, and just saying what I think they want me to say. But I, would, I wouldn't do that anyway, but, you know, that, that, that's my way to just organically avoid it. Craig didn't do any of that. Um, if you look this, this man up, a simple search will show you that he's one of the most pro, you know, uh, prominent uh, Trump voices from New York. He has a podcast where it's all Trump all the time. And he was a, you know, one of the primary sponsors for the gala that the New York Republican Club had that uh, President Trump spoke at last mm. weekend or the weekend before, where you know, I had the pleasure of being called out by, by the president. And uh, so you know, to me, it just shows that Craig is either one of two things. He's either ignorant or he's lying. And you know, I, I think both of those show uh, character flaws that that will not be effective in, in beating Marcia Captor. I mean, look what she did to me last cycle. Yeah. Uh, look at the lies that she cast. If, if Craig can't uh, stand up to um, you know, his own words and, and, and hold himself accountable for what he's done, uh, how is he going to stand up to blatant lies that come from a machine um, like the Marcy Captor political operation? Yeah, and I want, let's talk about that because I think that is probably the, the – the hurdle that you have to clear, right? Um, and so, number one, do you think Trump will endorse again? And then number two, how do you deal with the controversy that really I, I'm going to say marred your, your campaign last cycle? You were you're yeah. neck and neck, and then all of a sudden the Republican uh, National Committee pulled out, stopped running ads six weeks before the campaign. And that's the critical time. That's when people Never are paying ads. attention. Oh, they didn't run ads. Okay. No, okay. no. And, and so, you know, uh, the way you deal with it is you just consistently tell the truth. Um, you know, everything that came out about me last cycle, I've disproven. I, I disproved most of it in real time. Um, but the, the, it, didn't, it didn't meet the party's narrative. It didn't meet the establishment's narrative. It certainly didn't meet the narrative of the left. And so, you know, it was my voice against theirs. And they had, you know, they have this hive mind approach to uh, messaging and they – you know, no candidate. I don't care who you are. Um, no candidate can compete with that. Um, the 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 NRCC, def, you know, take, took the money from my campaign, and you know that's that's really what hurt. Um, the people in my district know me. I have a good reputation. I've been, you know, a, a pretty um, active guy here in the community for for a number of years, and you know, I'm always the guy that the local Republican club could call on to to do whatever, put up tents or set up for festivals, what have you. I was always the guy that. Would, you know, was willing to do what it took to just help the party. And so, you know, when that stuff came out, I had my reputation to fall back on and, uh, it was, it was okay. It, you know, bounced me back up, but you know, I, I did have some work to do, no doubt about it. But 
when the Republicans took money from the campaign, that's when moderate Republicans in the district thought, you know what, maybe this guy is not being honest because the, the party has backed away from him. And, you know, that, that, that really is a, is a deeper um, conversation, which stems to the fact that I was asked in the district by Kevin McCarthy to commit my vote to him for Speaker of the House, and I, I could not do that. I declined that. And um, that conversation that I had with him led to a series of events, which ultimately um, led to my campaign being defunded. And the same people that were complicit in, in, in stealing the election, I mean, not stealing, but manipulating the election here in the 9th District um, are the same ones that are manipulating Derek Marin and Craig Riedel right now into this uh, bickering and, and distractions uh, you know that where we need to be focused on defeating Marcia Captor. So um, I I wrote an article on this. It was uh, September 2022. The Associated Press isn't done with GOP congressional candidate J.R. Majewski. Mm-hmm. Our listeners can go there and read it. And we lay out things that you turned over to us, records, check stubs, the whole nine yards. It's all there. Yeah. Um, but again, the New York Times, other news outlets, they're not willing. They're not willing to. I don't know. Clear your name. Why is they're scared? That? Okay, they're scared. You know that, that that's at the end of the day, they're scared. Look what they're doing to Donald Trump. About thirty um, seconds, you know, Jr. Go ahead. I'm a political enemy, just like Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not Donald Trump, but I'm a political enemy. Um, you know, they they control the narrative, they control the media, they have the ability to ignore whatever they want to ignore, and no one is holding them accountable. And that that is, so long as we have this system in place where that is a, a an accepted reality. They're going to continue to deny, and it's my job to get out and convince the, the voters in the district that you know I'm being honest, and I, I don't see that being a problem. Jeremy Majewski, the Republican is, Party would spend more money, which is going to spend more money trying to defeat me and go against the will of the people than they would spend just helping me clear my name. He's Jeremy Majewski. He's a Republican candidate for Congress in Ohio's ninth congressional district. Thank you for spending time with us today. I'm certain we'll have you back uh, into the new year. Anytime, brother. God bless. Merry Christmas. God bless you and Merry Christmas to you. Hey, stay tuned. More on the other side of the break. Rounding third and heading home. The final segment of. Is it Thursday already? It is Thursday, isn't it? The Thursday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. A quick thank you to fantastic slate of guests today. Uh, let's see, we, we kicked it off with uh, Pastor Leon Benjamin, and of course uh, Mark Weaver was with us, and Bob France, and then most recently J.R. Majewski. Thank you all for investing time with us today, and then don't forget that tomorrow... Patrick Byrne will be here, and I have him I have him blocked off for three segments because this guy wrote a piece in Deep Capture. And, uh, look, I don't know what your time is like tonight, but you might want to take a look at the article in Deep Cap- Capture. Is extortionist Jack Smith being extorted to pursue Trump? So the 30,000-foot view of this report is that Jack Smith was busted for being an extortionist as a federal agent overseas, brought back and essentially bullied into this uh, 
another show trial against Donald Trump leading into the 2024 election. Uh, you're not going to want to miss this. And I'm excited to talk with Patrick tomorrow. And then uh, Jim Hall and Jim Cowardin are going to be here at 1206 to talk about the Ohio classical uh, group that is starting a school in Dublin, a public school, not a private school, a public school that teaches classical education. Everything that we've covered on this show um, might have you curious about when that school is going to open, the requirements for uh, applying and being accepted, and uh, I think they're going to start K through six. But we'll ask Jim Hall and Jim Cowardin those questions uh, tomorrow. Um, and then, of course, the next couple minutes, the phone lines are open. If you want to give me a shout, let me know what you didn't get for Christmas as a kid that you really wanted, or maybe what you want in 2024. Um, we've heard some things like, hey, I want my country back. I want Donald J. Trump. I'll tell you what I want in 2024. And it kind of comes on the heels of what J.D. Vance was talking about in response to the Associated Press reporter's question that really tried to link Donald Trump's comments to um, Adolf Hitler. And reminder, that's what we're going to hear a steady stream of for the next, we're in December, so what, 11 months leading into this U.S. presidential election. That Donald Trump is on a revenge tour. He will be a dictator. He is a threat to our democracy. Don't look at Colorado and the Supreme Court there and the complete lack of due process given Donald Trump, who was removed from the ballot. Don't look. Don't look there. Not, not there. Um, but what I want in 24, I want a couple of things. I want the Ohio Press Network to get bigger. I want you to subscribe. I want other people to subscribe. And I want to build a news ecosystem here in the state of Ohio that we can be proud of. And I'll tell you why. Leading into the vote on issue one in November, the Associated Press published an article the day early voting started. And it was chock full of false statements and half-truths. And then it contained claims from, quote, experts and then when we dug into that, we found out that the experts were actually people who had donated 322 times to Democrats and progressives. And, you know, the Associated Press, by some standard, is still the gold standard. It's still the group that people go, that's the one I, I trust. Now, trust is at an all-time low. The number of people who have zero trust in the press was at its peak a few months back when people were polled. And then on the heels of that, we blew the whistle on the Associated Press, and then they came out the very next day and, and tried to publish more bunk. And so earlier this week, J.D. Vance, thank goodness that the Daily Caller captured the audio, just called out the reporter from the Associated Press and said, who do you represent? You're supposed to be speaking truth to power, and what you're doing is you're framing your question in such a way that you're trying to take focus off the guy that's creating the border crisis, you're policing, you're running interference for him, and now you're trying to besmirch, badger, belittle, criminalize his opponent. You know, my, my wish in 2024 is that we start building a free press. I mean, I, I think most of our listeners would agree. CNN is a joke. MSNBC is a joke. The Associated Press is embarrassing at times. And then you go, well, you know, we've got Fox News. 
I've been wanting to tell this story for a little while, and I'm going to tell it now. Here's my experience with Fox News. I'll give you my opinion, and then I'll give you my experience. My opinion of Fox News is that they are controlled opposition. They are the appearance of unbiased news, maybe a little bit to the right. Remember it used to be we report, you decide? So back in 2022, the Ohio Press Network hosted four GOP U.S. Senate forums around the state of Ohio. Our goal was to bring Senate candidates in front of voters in their home areas to have forums with rich dialogue about what was going on in the world and how, as a U.S. senator, those men or women, because uh, Jane Timken ran, would change things if they got to the upper chamber. We wrote, I can't remember the count, it was about 130-some articles on that race. So I was at a football game, Browns, Bengals. I'm at a restaurant with my friend, uh, who also is a guest columnist for the Ohio Press Network. And I get this email from Fox days before their town hall where J.D. Vance, who at that time had already been um, endorsed by Trump and uh, won the primary and was, you know, facing off, squaring off against Tim Ryan and the, and the general. They said, hey, um, there's this town hall. And at the end of the town hall, we'd like to invite you up as a journalist, a subject matter expert on this race, right, to weigh in. To, to give some insight to our viewers about how this race has shaped in Ohio and, and, you know, maybe what your thoughts are. I was ecstatic, right? So I supply the information that they're waiting for. Uh, so the, <laughs> the, day, the day comes, and I'm going to try to get through this pretty quickly. The day comes for the town hall. I reached back to my point of contact at Fox News and said, hey, you know, where are we with this? And I kid you not. Her response to me was, have you even written about this race? And I went, whoa, 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 give give me a call. Let's have this conversation. So I called. Of course, she wouldn't talk to me, wouldn't pick up the phone. I sent an email back and said, hey, type in these words on our website. You can see there's 130 some articles. We we did four GOP U.S. Senate forums around the state of Ohio. Long story short, I was cut. We get to the event to cover it. And I learn that the Columbus Dispatch has somebody there, and the Ohio Capital Journal is who was selected to sit on the stage. Now, for those of you who haven't listened in the past, the Ohio Capital Journal is, was seated by the Hopewell Fund, the 1630 Fund. That's the George Soros, Hans-Jörg Viss, uh, dark money group. I want you to think about that. Fox News intentionally chose a progressive dark money group to sit on the stage to talk about Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. My hope in 2024 is that we fix that. And the way that we fix that is we keep doing these things and you keep tuning in and sharing the message. So thank you for your listenership today. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Have a great rest of the afternoon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.